0: I mean, not necessarily doing nothing. I want to do what my heart is set on. Not
1: yeah. I want to work with
0: other people. As long as I'm working, if I'm working with somebody who is doing something that's their passion, then yeah, that's I like doing passion stuff. Not all this other mess. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, guys, welcome back to the Greater In Me Podcast. And 54321. Welcome back to the What's up, baby? What's up? (laughs) I'm Joshua. I'm Tara. And we are back with the Figure of Podcast. Just one time today, cause I sneezed on the beat in the beat Noxica. No, Joshua. No, Joshua. No. Oh, I'm dead. Um, but yeah, guys, welcome back to the Greater Me Podcast. We are back with another one for yo favorite nephew, your mama, your cousin. How are you today? What'd you do today?
1: Um, today I went to church and dropped my mom off with my grandmother, and I'm recording now. It's been a pretty I guess eventful, uneventful day. Not much really going on here.
0: Cool. What did you do? Not much. Um... Woke we'll up late. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> I didn't was... <laughs> feel well today. I had to go to the urgent care. Right. right.
1: Okay. So you're gonna lie to the families what you're gonna do?
0: okay we're cutting this part out <laughs> we're cutting this part out you,
1: you're not gonna watch it she's not gonna count back the days she don't even know what we're recording
0: we're cutting this out ask me again what i asked say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> josh what'd you do today <laughs>
0: that's not how you said it like you gotta go like what'd you do today Hey, okay,
1: what what'd you do, you, do you do today though
0: um, I didn't do much actually. Just kind of woke up, lounged around. <laughs> um, did some work, planned out this little show I'm doing. Not little, nothing I do is little. Sorry, I gotta stop downplaying myself. But um, yeah, nothing much. I'm here now. Uh, gotta go to service later to sing. But that's about it. yeah cool. um, but yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in thus far. We've seen your feedback. So glad that you guys are here with us and, like, actually watching. Um, thanks for, like, your, like, messages and your notes. And, like, that stuff is really nice. We're building a little family. Thank you to our friends.
1: Thank you to our friends.
0: Thank you to y'all
1: friends.
0: Thank you to our friends, for real.
1: Thank
0: you to our- um, Okay, I have a question today. how do you think others perceive you? You answer first. Um, I don't know, actually. Um, I think some people, I think there's a mix. Like, I think. when
1: are going to starting off like that.
0: I think there's a mix, right? Everyone's not going to perceive you the same way, right? <laughs> So I think, I think, I think people uh, perceive me as like a chill person. I know, I I kind of know that for sure. Um, People also probably perceive me like as blunt or like, um, you know, I'm cool with those things. Um, Some may say.
1: Honest. You're honest to me. Yes.
0: People perceive me as honest. No, for sure. Um, I think that's
1: better than saying blunt. There. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Um, some may say I'm goofy or funny. Well, I don't know. Um, others might say I'm nice. Others might say I'm mean. Um, <laughs> I don't intend to ever be mean. I just sometimes may not. I don't know what that's all about. I think we talked about this before in like our first episode. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I hope people perceive me as like a. Good person, at least. Like if they, that.
1: I do. So. Um, five words. I think my, the people in my life perceive me as kind. Um. I would say like trustworthy. Um. Yeah, definitely goofy and like unserious, a little bit gullible. Um, mm, I would like to think dependable. And I'm going to stop there. I think that's how my friends like those who actually know me perceive me. We should
0: ask, how do we perceive? Okay, so how do you perceive me and how do I perceive you?
1: Okay, this is how I see Josh. He knows all of this because I tell him all the time. But I just see when I think Joshua, for some reason, I just assume that he knows everything. Like I assume that he knows everything and he can do anything. Um at times that might be maybe overwhelming for him because like I'll ask him anything and just assume that he's gonna know and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, cool. Um but yeah, so in that regard I think dependable then. Um definitely trustworthy. Definitely goofy and funny, always makes me laugh. Um You're loving kind to me. No, I'm joking. You're loving kind to everybody. Like you have a good heart. And I've talked about this multiple times. Um Yeah, you're a cool guy. You're a fun guy. All right.
0: Um, I perceive heart is Tara is funny y'all She's ditzy um, <laughs> She has a great heart though She's very compassionate about others Like she is Very She's always thinking about Like other people Which is It's very selfless Of her is what I'll say She's a selfless person Um, Even in her weakest moment I've seen her be like worried about other people when she should probably put that anything to herself. So she's definitely a selfless person. Um, Very entertaining to be around. Um, A little bit delirious, but (laughs) um, she's very wise too. She knows everything. She says, she thinks I, Tara actually has the answer. You can ask her anything and she like have a response for you. Oh, you should do this, or, oh, it's this, or go here, da da da. Like, yeah, she be you know That's not needed directions to the, to a place. And I asked her. Which um, is actually crazy because I'm directionally challenged. So. Yeah. um, But yeah, like, that's how I perceive her Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you think about perceptions, though? Perceptions are interesting and people, like I said, I feel like a lot of people have so many different views of of how you are. And I think it's also the environment that you're in, unconsciously, you're going to come off as a certain way.
1: Yeah. I think also, like, the way we perceive ourselves is, like, the biggest ruler of how others perceive us as well. Um, Because I think that, like, if you perceive yourself in a super negative way or you're, like, super mean to yourself... um, I don't know. I feel like people can read that because you carry that, and then that mm-hmm. also like affects the way that others perceive you and then treat you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, that was the finished thought.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think uh, perceptions. I don't know. I try not to think too much about it because, like, I, I always just try to assume that everyone has this, like, little bit of anxiety of how they're coming off to other people. So I Definitely. try to, like, especially, like, with first impressions, or, like, when you're meeting somebody for the first time, I feel like I'm always the person in the room who's, like, trying to lighten up the mood, even when the room it's so hard. Or, like, it's so still, I'm like, guys, just relax. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a judgment zone. But, like, it actually is a judgment zone because everybody else in the room is judging. So that's when I just stop caring because I'm just like, dang, everybody else is not on the same page as me. So it's just yeah. like, oh. It's like, I don't really care. Like I never, I know people say first impression is and they do. Cause obviously that's what you remember of someone. But like, I don't know, like with the grain of salt, because like, obviously like, especially like depending on the setting, like if we're in a, the way you meet someone in a professional setting, is totally different in your social setting. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I never take that stuff too serious with other people because I'm like, people deserve chances. And it's also just like, Though, like, if it's a bad first impression, I, I'm obviously that's you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: I have a question though. Do you think that, like, you care more about the way that you're perceived in terms of your looks, or more how you're perceived in terms of like your personality and your person?
0: Um, more of my person, but I do care about how I look to other people too.
1: I'm, okay. I won't even lie. Yeah i agree but i think like i realized more and more i think when i was younger i cared more about people's perception of how i look on the outside so just like oh for sure you know like what i'm wearing or like whatever but i think that like as i got older i really truly think that my personality carries me so i'm just like because i think we've talked about this too like not in like an insecure way but I know that like aesthetically or I guess physically I have my flaws or shortcomings like I'm not the fittest in the room I'm not always going to be the best dressed in the room I don't know so I think that as I got older I started to lean on my personality more to carry me but because of that like if people are like perceiving my personality as something that it's not or if people don't like my personality, then I'm, like, so offended. Or, like, it's harder for me to get over somebody not accepting me for my personality than just, like, my looks. Because if it's my looks, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. But I don't know. Some For some reason, the personality just hits so much more different. I'm like, you don't like me because of, like, my actual being. Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Like, yeah, for yeah. some reason, I can't get over that.
0: Yeah, especially when you know that perception is wrong. That's when I hate, when people mm-hmm. like have the wrong perception. Or somebody else is telling them something wrong about you so they're believing it. I hate that, mm-hmm. but it's like, I guess you can, it, it sucks because we can't control it, but... You cannot control it. I know either. exactly what you mean, yeah. but I hate that. But yeah. everybody's just not going to like you. And honestly, that's fine. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'd want to... I don't know. There's there's a lot of people in this world, and if everybody liked me, we might. Act, I think I would be kind of concerned because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I don't know. Or would that be? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. Nah. I, I think it's nice that like we have our differences, but yeah. I will say if it's something like morally, like if it's a moral concern or like a more personality trait or something that like. Attacks character, that mm-hmm. is where we have a problem because yeah. I hate the perception of character when it's wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when you're like, you know, like obviously, like people talk about other people sometimes. And like, I'm sometimes when, especially when the person who's like sometimes talking about someone else is like also not wrapped around their, um, not wrap the titus themselves i'm like yeah you should have a little bit more grace too because i think people have that grace towards you too so it's like yeah. just relax yeah. a little bit you know like just relax
1: yeah i think that we kind of talked about this before too but like people are so quick to see the fault in others versus, like, the fault in themselves. Yes. And then because of that, they're so quick to, like, judge people for, like, a character flaw or personality flaw that they themselves have to do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's the whole idea of, like, projection, especially when it comes with, like, the way that people treat others because they're just projecting how they actually feel about themselves and most of the time it has nothing to do with you. Um yes but yeah I don't know I want to kind of like loop back to what you said in the sense that like perception does matter in terms of like how people view you but it should only matter to an exer- a certain extent and just like maybe press and that more in terms of like one shouldn't matter how people perceive you and like one shouldn't it matter how people perceive you like how do we like balance the two things
0: um, I honestly think that I think there should be some regard until how you are being perceived Like there should be some Level that you're Coding yourself to Or mm-hmm. you know In a way that you want people Like I think you should like set an intention Or like a goals list for how you want people to perceive you And try to mm-hmm. build that character Also don't mm-hmm. The other side of that is like don't do it too much to a fact where you're just totally being something you're not. Um, yeah. Like, don't play both sides of a fence to where you're doing something in one room and something else in another. And that way, two different groups of people who may have relationship with one another have two totally different views of you. But because they talk to each other, it comes back around and it doesn't match up. Um yeah. which is like why you also kind of have to like know yourself and do. The self-work because then you're able to just walk into any room and be confident in the person that you are mm-hmm. so I mean and I think when that happens then that's when like the level of not caring as much as like what people think of you because if you know that like you're doing the best that you can with what you're given and what's going on in your life your world whatever mm-hmm. then like then yeah other whatever people got to say is like man what look at you like <laughs> I'm doing my you know what I'm saying like I'm doing my best yeah. like I'm not terrible. Um, and you're and when other people start talking, you can probably just say it's projection or like their lack of knowing what is better or mm-hmm. what's you know, it's just ignorance because a lot of people don't even know. They be thinking they fooling people, and you know, you really only be fooling yourself, honestly, because most people can actually see when you're trying to be something you're not, whereas if it's something that's actually genuine, um come from the heart because like the vibes and that something with that like inner human connection. Like you can you know, like even the sick person can tell when a genuine person comes around sometimes, you know? So it's like mm.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, what do you think it is? Like, why do you think people are able to maybe clearly perceive somebody else for like their flaws and their shortcomings, like and accurately at that? but then not be able to do it for themselves? Do you think it's just like denial and like a refusal to not want to like look within and do the self work so it's like easier to just judge other people? Or do you think it's genuinely like there's some disconnect within themselves where they can't see what they got going on, but somehow they're clearly able to see others?
0: Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's easier to look at other people, right? Than to look at yourself yeah. in the mirror, um, it's just easier to point out other things that are different from you naturally, whether they're good or bad, right? If the minute yeah, you yeah. step outside your house, you notice things that are different first um, than those that are same, because that's probably just the way it is. Like there's probably more differences in the world than similarities than where you come from, but also, yeah, it's also not wanting to, or maybe the person you want to improve, but like we said the work is hard or like the actual commitment it takes, um, yeah. it's bigger than what most people expect it to be. And that level of responsibility is really hot, is really high. And it takes a lot too. especially when you still have to go out into the world and operate in the world with people who are not doing that. So it's easier just yeah. to like dwindle yourself down in that box and match their energy, which is a low energy yeah. because there's so much more potential. Um, and there's a better chance at just like being yourself and having that high energy. But when you walk into a room with small-minded people, then you know it, the, you don't want to feel like high and mighty all the time. So it's just easier to like shrink down into their little box. But yeah, I think it's just both. I don't know. I just yeah. It's yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Um the last bit you just said about like you know if you're in a room with people who maybe expect a certain like expect you to show up a certain way or because you know they may be different minded than you are like have different expectations for themselves um you almost feel the need to like shrink down because you don't want to be like that person you know um I feel like that just reminded me of just even being like black in America and like having to navigate the spaces that we do as a black student like me when I was a STEM major in college like being a black female it's like maybe I do know the answer to something in a class but I don't want to be that girl who I don't know you know it's like this whole weird like backward mindset that goes into it but it's almost like taught because you don't want to be too much or like we're almost like it's like second nature to kind of want to shrink yourself down in a room but like having to fight through that and learn that like it's okay to take up space like it's okay to be confident in your abilities and if you do know something like why would you ever shy down or like or back down or like shy out of that like um being confident enough to be who you are no matter like where you are um but yeah just like race definitely does play into perception not only the way that like others perceive us obviously but the way that we perceive ourselves or even our childhood too like the way our parents perceived us and like taught us certain things and teachers and whoever you know like our surroundings definitely affected that lens as well so i feel like that's super interesting too
0: yeah i was gonna say like um, definitely that because that's one thing I've been working on too this year is like trying to like live up to my full potential. Um, it's funny because being a black student class, it, it, it's a hundred percent correlated to race because we were taught, you know, we had to succumb ourselves, like, you know, to be accepted and to like go into the world and like work. And of course, like our parents had to deal with that the most. So that's what they taught their children to do too. Um but it's funny because one day in one of my classes, our my professor told us, he like asked us a question and like which I no doubt believe that like everyone knew the answer basically, or like you know, they knew how to say it. Um, but mm-hmm. we're just so used to second guessing ourselves or like being a student or
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, not overstepping that like authority line, right? Or like mm-hmm. you, you you don't know everything, or you know, it's like that. Yeah. So we all kind of like yeah and we all kind of like second guessed ourselves and he was like oh you guys you're actually juniors now like it's okay like you actually know the like you know the answer you might know something (laughs) and we were like yeah um but it's it's just funny too because that's also another professor who's like told me to like lead more but like because he thinks that like i have it or whatever it is i don't know but like actually do know what I'm doing now it's like kind of weird to like navigate the space of like especially because going back to like being that person like I don't you don't want to be that person to also like your peers or your classmates and your friends like Mm -hmm. it's also Mm -hmm. much easier for the white person to be that person um Mm -hmm. than the black person because I think it's also Mm -hmm. perceived differently um whereas like me it kind of I don't know like as a black person people like look at you like oh like he like they, yeah. he knows something you know what i'm saying or like yeah, oh yeah whereas yeah, like, my yeah. white counterparts in the room if they are answering the question or that person who's like always wanting to answer the question or knows the answer it's like oh mm-hmm. like oh so i don't know like it's just a difference yeah in, it's yeah. I, I don't know
1: i feel like that also kind of speaks to the whole idea of like imposter syndrome too mm-hmm. where like we know that we know what we know, and we know that we're also capable of filling certain leadership positions or like certain roles, but it's almost like a, que- a constant questioning and a qu- constant doubting whether you're supposed to be in the room, whether like you actually are qualified, whether you are good enough, whether it is for you, even though you know that you are capable, and you know that you could probably do it better than the person who's in the role right now. But yeah, I think that imposter syndrome definitely does tie into perception, like both ways, like the way that people perceive us slash their expectations of us, but also like the lens we have for ourselves, you know, but also being confident in that because knowing that you can do something is one thing, but then it's like the actual application or I guess that boldness that comes with like fighting the imposter syndrome, fighting the doubts, fighting the noise, telling you that you can't do it and doing it anyway, Or blocking out the haters right like blocking out all the voices or all the other perceptions or all the other expectations for what people think you can and can't do but just knowing that you can do it and like holding on to that faith and like walking out in purpose um
0: yeah yeah i agree but i also i think that what's funny is i think that the world or the society that we live in lives off imposter syndrome because um talking about this collegiate Mm space, if we actually walked into this space saying that we knew, we already know what you're talking about, or Mm -hmm. we don't need to know this anymore for 2023, or we actually know everything that you're talking about, but we can't overstep you to make you think that, like, we don't know more than you because you're supposed to teach us. If we walked Mm -hmm. into that room already knowing all this stuff, these people wouldn't have a job, right? So I think in that nature, it's like, I mean, this goes back to where we talk about how education is a scam at higher education um because <laughs> a lot of the times students in the room are very knowledgeable um and we spoke about mm-hmm. this too like our generation is more knowledgeable than at this time in our lives than the past right the past generations mm-hmm. so it is it could happen that somebody walks into the classroom already knowing something just because of the internet and media um mm-hmm. But that imposter syndrome tells us, oh, no, like keep learning or there's always something to learn because people have fed that mm-hmm. until it's like always yeah. find a little lesson, find there's always something to learn, which is a true fact. But mm-hmm. I think that's also where it comes from, because you're always thinking like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. But again, you're like, no, I could do that. And like, oh, that's actually not that good. And this could went this yeah. way. Um, yeah, and I think it also comes has to do with like where you come from, and how you mix with other people who are from different areas. Um, whereas you may have been exposed to something they haven't yet, so they may think what mm-hmm. what they may think is cool or outstanding. Your level of that may be much higher. You may think it's mm-hmm. undershooting. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I think there is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's kind of interesting. You brought yeah. that up because even at
1: that too, it's like it goes beyond race it goes beyond maybe like ethnicity and background but also age also like your level of authority maybe even like how educated you are because it's like they're telling us someone with a degree who's been to school for xyz years it can't possibly no less than someone who maybe didn't go to school and didn't have time to get a degree but they just have the mind and actually the brilliancy to understand to the level or even higher than the person who has education but because this person has a degree I'm supposed to just subject to whatever (laughs) yeah yeah, and it's like no I feel like we gotta question that at times but um, definitely like the society we're in kind of gives power to that whole like um i guess like age difference race difference background level of education like they play into that
0: so else also,
1: like also just like capitalism in general right like right right The hierarchy
0: and i also just wonder like when that switch actually occurs to like because obviously there's that switcher, like you're like, oh, I'm an adult, like okay, like I'm grown. Like we all have that. Oh, I'm grown. Like I do what I want. But it's like I wonder mm-hmm. when that switch actually comes into play. Like is it when you start paying bills, or is it like a moment of like an intention, like maybe you just dealt with enough, or you're fed up to the point where it's like I, or maybe you've just taken so much in and you're like, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Because I feel like that's me sometimes. I'm like yeah there's just no way i can let anyone else think that i don't know what i'm not like i don't know what you're talking about or i don't know what's going on or i obviously, don't know
1: I, I don't think it has anything to do with bills like forget bills like obviously like yeah you're an adult you pay bills
0: cool i was just like giving different um yeah,
1: yeah yeah i know but i think that like it comes with a knowing and an understanding like we talked about you know like Yeah, that wisdom. But it's also just, like, depending on what you have been through in life. I feel like life teaches you, like, whether to... Like, your life really, like, dictates how fast or how slow you mature. Whether that's, like, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, even physically at times, right? Um, And I feel like, I guess, that determines whether you're an adult or not. I don't even know because I really feel like sometimes we'll be having conversations or like, I guess I can speak for me specifically, I'll be having conversations with somebody on a certain topic who happens to be older than me, but I do feel like I know a lot more and not just because maybe I've learned it in school, but because I've experienced it through my life, or I feel like I have the full wisdom and understanding on the topic and it's not even coming from a place of arrogance, but it's just that knowing, But then to speak about like that whole like hierarchy or that power struggle it's like I don't feel like it's my place to kind of like correct you or share what I know if you're telling me something that you see as true but I know to be different. Um, But yeah I don't really know what dictates whether you're an adult or you're a child. I feel like honestly there's some young people who have been through so much more life and life has taught them so much more than some adult could ever like even begin to conceive in their minds because also too um I think it's even beyond that like life experience that gives you wisdom obviously but it's also that self-awareness like I know some young adults like for us example like I feel like We've been through a lot in life, and not only have we been through a lot in life, but we've also began the healing process of like maybe healing through past hurts, past pains, past traumas that allow us to grow in a way that we're able to show up, self-aware, and like fully be present and fully receive the most out of life. Whereas. If you're talking to an older individual who's been through something traumatic or hasn't healed through any of their past hurts or pains in a way let's say emotionally for example you would technically be emotionally more matured than that person would be simply because they haven't maybe had the time been able to the resources whatever to be able to heal and do that work emotionally and like mentally to be where you're at for
0: sure But you're
1: younger you know,
0: yeah, I think too, like about experiences, like people just have different experiences, life, lives, and everyone literally has a different life experience, mm-hmm. and even like to that perception of life. Like, everybody's perception mm-hmm. of life is different, mm-hmm. um, based off what you go through, what yeah. you grow up doing, how your life is as a child. Um, because being a child is like your whole foundation to life as an adult right um so I don't mm-hmm. know like I, I just wonder like when that when that like fed up I guess it's different for everybody like how much you can take until you're like not like I don't know I don't know that's just interesting because I feel I just think imposter syndrome is so interesting because to a certain degree it's self-sabotage but it's also like, a way that people have to present themselves sometimes because they don't want to be perceived as arrogant or as a know-it-all or as mm-hmm. unteachable. Um, yeah. So it's weird, definitely. But there definitely is a point where you have to kind of put your foot down and not let people continue thinking a certain way about you, I guess, if that makes sense, if you have any control over that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh,
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think, too, like, even speaking to, like, for example, you could have five siblings and y'all all all grow up in the same house, in the same environment, experiencing the same things and, like, seeing different things. But every child is perceiving it differently and it's affecting each child differently because we are also different. So even if you're growing up in the same exact environment, you are still you all come out with a different product. Um mm-hmm. but that is why it's so important to do that self-work. But then too, like even speaking to what you just said with um, you know, self sabotage, but also like not wanting to come off a certain way. It's like I think that is where we have to like then learn the balance of, well, am I actually caring about the way they perceive me because I know what I'm actually capable of and that this could actually work out for a greater good, or am I going to keep my mouth shut because of how they perceive me? But I guess that also does affect too when let's say you're in a position under somebody, and at the end of the day. Their perception does matter because there are consequences. to, like, if you you know choose to speak up when you were supposed to stay silent or like whatever, um, so there is like a wisdom in all of it. Um, but yeah, it's sometimes you really gotta do what you gotta do
0: for yourself because holding it in sometimes that buildup is crazy. Because I, I I just wish we wouldn't expect so much out of people almost or I think too what it is in some degree is expecting ourselves out of other people Mm -hmm. Um, especially like when people get to certain degrees or certain levels in life or achieve certain accomplishments and feel like that's what granted them the authority over them or uh, over other people or granted them some right over somebody else Mm -hmm. Um, like how you're saying like with the degree thing like people are going to get degrees and then teaching. Um, mm-hmm. But then there also has to be some level of like responsibility. Like after you've done all these things, what are you going to change about it for the next generation? Are you just going to do the same thing because you went through it and now you think that they should go through it the same way? Like I, I don't get yeah. that part. Um,
1: no, I don't either. I do not either.
0: I don't like that at all. I think that we should start just changing up how we do things and changing how different generations are perceiving certain things or how they're going about, like when we've gone through something else that sucked, we shouldn't want the next person to do it just because we had to do it that way. Or that's the way it was when I I came in and we knew it wasn't right then, but I went through it. So everybody else got to go through it. Like, nah, like um, we could even tie that back to the education thing. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) again, there's no reason we should be here for four years. Like, um, I yeah. don't know. All of that is weird and interesting. Maybe people just are kind of sick these days, man.
1: Um, Honestly, we're not going to have time to talk about it for real. But maybe we could do another episode on this. I was also thinking this is really interesting for a conversation of even just perception on, like, gender roles and relationships. um, Because the way that women perceive men and vice versa and whatever like the way we perceive each other really like matters in terms of like obviously our relationships with each other in the workplace and whatever but like more so than anything else like our romantic relationships and like you know toxic cycles that happen in romantic relationships or like just beliefs that we've held on to for so long that are not taking us anywhere productive. Um but yeah, we that's got kind time. of a lot.
0: We <laughs> have time.
1: We have time?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well yeah, I don't know. I feel like Josh and I talk about this kind of a lot, but like just like different expectations and definitely the way that women I want to speak even to, like, the Black community. But just, like, you know, the way that Black women perceive Black men and vice versa, I feel like has gotten in the way a lot of, like, how healthy our relationships are able to actually be. Um, Because I think we don't give each other enough grace. um, But a lot of times we aren't even willing to understand the other person's perspective at all what do you mean like um, give some
0: examples not like um, it doesn't have to be like I guess, a specific example but like you know like some evidence to back up your claim
1: okay <laughs> Um. for example we had a conversation the other day and I think I was just talking about like frustrations in terms of like so we were talking about I don't know I don't want to put words in your mouth though correct me if I'm wrong this is what i feel like josh was kind of like getting at um but just in terms of like insecurities that some men can hold or insecurities slash pressures because of expectations placed on men um and why they may be hesitant to even pursue relationships in the first place because they feel like they're not at a place to even like be ready for one in terms of like maybe finances or being able to provide but then I was like I think that's so stupid because no no woman or at least not me like I'm not expecting you to come into the room with everything already like just be there and like we can you know what I mean and it's just like we're not fully able to understand the other, and obviously, because I'm not a guy, so I've never had to deal with certain pressures, but it's also, like, I feel like guys don't fully understand what girls even, like, want in the first place. I'm gonna stop talking. I want you to talk. <laughs> i just, like, you know what I me. Mean?
0: Um, I, um, so here's the thing. Like, I don't disagree with you. I yeah, just... we don't
1: disagree with each other, but we aren't also able to fully understand yeah
0: because i don't think that either one of us honestly understands the other position i think it's just because we're a man and a girl and like we'll never be able to fully understand what it is to be the other but do you
1: think we are able to never fully understand
0: no i don't i just
1: do you think that you have to live out somebody's reality to fully
0: Understand where they're coming from. No, I think there's from. a. I think you just have to want to learn and want to understand. If you want to see it mm-hmm. from somebody else's perspective, you will. Yeah. Um I'll just never experience. Yeah. It. But I just here's the thing. When it comes to, I, on the man's side, like I I do think that's true. I I you said that we, you just. I don't think that's true what you just said about how you just want the guy to be there. I don't think that women really... Me personally, like-, <laughs> like... Even then, that is not true because, like, I feel like you... First of all, it's a good thing that it's not true because you shouldn't want to be with a man who doesn't have his stuff together, honestly.
1: No, okay, um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that that's what I'm not... I'm not saying that, though you know that I wouldn't be with anyone who's just like a mess. But what I'm saying is like, I think that guys think they have to be perfect and have literally everything in place before they're even able to think about getting into a relationship. And it's like, you're never going to be perfect. So how about you just try, show up as your genuine, authentic self, bring whatever you bring to the table. And it's like, we'll work from there. Like, if you're not for me at the end of the day, you're not for me. But I just hate the fact that what it seems like is y'all experience so much pressure to show up as a certain way in the first place when it's like not everyone is putting that expectation on you because it's like I'm not saying that some women don't do it because they definitely do and there's a reason that that those gender roles or those expectations or those pressures are there but what I'm saying is I hate that guys just write off all girls as like you know what I mean and that's where the whole like perception of like did I not finish my thought
0: you did but what I was going to say is is because that's the same way how girls perceive guys is all the same way
1: i know and that was the whole you told me to give an example and that's the whole thing is it's like i wish that we were able to take a step back and maybe like change those perceptions because these perceptions that we've had of each other get in the way of us being able to have healthy long-term relationships and like have been perpetuating over generations like none of this is new like these conversations have always been here perceptions have always been here if not they're just heightened and they're worse now more so than ever but it's like i wish that somehow the perceptions that we have of each other could change and that's within everything you know but it, it it's specifically made me think of like even in terms of our romantic relationships and gender roles and how all of that perception really does lead a
0: lot because also i just think that i we've conditioned both genders to be a certain way and to play a certain role and Mm -hmm. but then again, there's no rule book to this thing. So it's like, what do we do? But Mm -hmm. I just honestly feel like the pressure on both sides is that we don't want to see each other. And obviously there is a good amount of pressure because obviously um, on both sides, like, you know, everyone is, men need to be better. And these perceptions come, we don't want to ignore that because the perceptions come because of experiences and, how people are and how men are and how women are, right? Like the now yeah. of what people are just doing, what people have seen, you know, from your side, like what people have seen men do, black men do, like mm-hmm. saying, you know, right? So obviously mm-hmm. there's some level of authenticity to that and like why people perceive people this way or why women may see men one way and men see women one way. But I also think there's a level of like, I don't think that there's a level of, when it comes to the black man and woman of the black woman, not wanting to see the black man win. Um, But sometimes it just seems like that (laughs) when that same grace. And I also think that black men, I don't know every black man, right? I don't know every man in the world anyway. I just think that because of the level of pressure that's on the man to be some man, some mighty man, it makes the man like, window down, or like, or like, not live up to that full potential, or make himself think that he has to be at a certain level or at a certain status to yeah. uh, be with someone. But
1: can you not see how that is all a matter of perception?
0: I, if I you actually can't really
1: just see were it. able, yeah. And it's like, and the thing is, if we were, say, me and you, for example. If we're both able to get to the point where we drop our perceptions and like expectations in, in the sense of like the way the world set it up and like just had a communication and we're like, this is what I expect from you. This is how I perceive you. This is what I need from you and vice versa. all of that other noise and all matter. of those other like it doesn't matter because at the it's, end of the day, I'm- at the end of the day, a relationship is between one person and another. So it's just, like, that literally is, like, to speak to my whole point of, like, it's crazy that we've allowed these perceptions and expectations and roles from each other to be what leads us in how we live our lives and, like, the decisions we make on a day-to-day basis for so long. When it's, like, (laughs) people are clearly able to recognize that that doesn't actually matter, right? Right. But somehow still, that's what leads our industries. That's what leads media. That's what leads so much. And it's like, we're still doing this?
0: I think it's also because what we said earlier about having to still go back out into the world and operate in the world, even though you don't want to live up to what the world has thought of you. Um, Yeah. Because it's also like, if you're meeting somebody for the first time, then you obviously don't want to be perceived the wrong way. Like as a guy, you don't want to be perceived as a bum. You don't want to be perceived as a um, you don't want to perceive it like you got no money here necessarily, right? You don't want to be perceived like you can't handle tasks or handle the moments. Like you're supposed to be strong. Like if your girl is weak, you're not supposed to be I don't know, but yeah. then that's also a gray area because then you, you get back on social media and people are like, oh, like I do want my man to be soft. And it's like, no, you don't though for real. So <laughs> I, like you, <laughs> it's it's just like a game all the time but like I think it's just that you just have to focus in on what one person thinks I heard somebody say once before like you don't what what gets us so confused honestly what really sets us back is we're always trying to think of um oh, I don't understand women or I don't understand men. You don't really need to understand women. You just need to understand one woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, that's good. I like so that. Like, yeah. we only need to tap into one. And if I'm connecting with you and we're feeling each other, then it's like, I just got to understand you. Like you just said, like, I just got to understand mm-hmm. you. Where are you coming from? Um, this is how I see you. How, what do you need from me? How can I show up to mm-hmm. be the best person for you? You know, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do and how can I do that? How can I help you be the best person for Mm -hmm. me? Because I know that I want you there and this can go for Mm -hmm. friends too, right? Like I know that like you're down as my friend, like I know that, but how Mm -hmm. can I, how can we level up? How can we updo this thing so that we don't have to subside our small feelings or put them off to the side when like, you know, little things come about, you know, we don't need to understand there's a billion people in this world, right? Like there's no way to understand a full species of people, right? hundred
1: percent, hundred percent. But I feel like literally just because of what you said, which I a hundred percent agree with, that's why you have to have a different mindset than the world has. Because if you are carrying around those perceptions, those perceptions directly affect the way that you even approach people and affect your mindset, right? So like, if I go around carrying a certain perception or a certain mindset, then I'm not, stepping up to approach the woman to understand that it is really just me and you I really just need to know you I don't need to know everyone else I'm letting a million and one other things cloud my judgment and get in the way of even making that first step yeah I think I think it's possible like there are people who do think outside of that like perception outside of those stereotypes and I do hope for our generation and hope for the ones to come like that we are able to step more and more away from the perceptions and like the negative like expectations and all that stuff um and just like you know do what we gotta do to like be okay and live our best lives
0: yeah but we will i yeah. feel, I, I really do feel that we will also i feel like when you if you really want something there's gotta be some level of Sacrificing anything, right? But there's got to be some level of personal sacrifice. Like, what are you sacrificing mm-hmm. in yourself if you're saying that you want to be friends with somebody, or if you're saying that you want to marry this person, or if you're saying that you want to be with this person? Because there's no way that mm-hmm. you can have all these lists of expectancies and not, mm-hmm. not, um, sacrificing the weak area of yourself. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Not to say that you're like, um, bending your non negotiables like Mm -hmm. you can't expect to only to show up in a room and not and think that like you're just perfect right like no there's Mm -hmm. something in me that like does need to change or like when you meet new people Mm -hmm. obviously like you can't just continue going with the way that like you think life is going if you're saying that you love somebody um that doesn't mean that there isn't something that doesn't annoy them about um that doesn't annoy them about yourself right Mm -hmm. or that gets in the way of something or maybe there's just one thing that gets in the way of the love there Um, how are you going to work to like change that or like what are you going to do if you're really serious about you know being in a committed relationship and that's the work that's probably the hardest which is why we go back to leaning on those perceptions because it's easier to believe a perception of someone when it's even when it's not true than to actually remove the perception and like want to see them through that
1: but even at that speaking further into that whole like thought process like that paired with also removing the expectations that others have placed on you. So for example, like with the whole example of like men feeling the need or the pressure to be the provider, if you're with somebody or like, you know, like removing that burden from you, like, yes, you want to show up your best self and you do want to be independent. You do want to be able to provide for removing that burden or that expectation that almost paralyzes you or like leaves you so much in fear that like it affects the way that you're able to show up in the first place or the way that like you work like you're like because also there has to be a work life balance like there has to be you know like it can't it can't possibly be good for someone to have the mindset of like always needing to hustle and grind and like you know like that's exhausting at the end of the day so also taking the work to like acknowledge that you don't want to be a bum like you do want to be able to provide but like removing that burden or that like paralyzing fear over yourself in order to like you know still show up in a way that is healthy and yeah. productive for both parties um but yeah I feel like we can stop here
0: that's great yeah that that was a good yeah that was good so we learned not to dwindle ourselves as much in these rooms and to boss up and kill these perceptions, honestly, and just look at the reality of stuff. And don't, I mean, you you obviously can control having a perception of someone, um, but don't look at it too big. Like you don't have to look at it too deep. Like look at it for what it is, but also remove it sometimes Mm -hmm. to see what's behind that layer. Like dig deep Mm -hmm. and see what the layers of people are, what the layers of this Mm -hmm. texture is, because it's always gonna Mm -hmm. uh, get deeper and softer and gonna mesh out a little bit differently because um yeah i think people just deserve that grace from one another but yeah that's great one thing (laughs) greater um
1: one thing that's greater in me is care I think care is greater in me um sometimes I feel like I care too much about certain things um I put too much thought into certain things that nobody really cares about but I will say care like for me the care is always there especially when something like hits my heart really hard or I have a passion for it, or I find it really interesting. I'm a nerd, so I will fully dive in. Like I like to get really deep, um, but I think that stems from me just caring a lot about a lot of different things. Um, And I think one thing that I wish were greater in me um, is discipline. I would say that I'm a pretty disciplined person, but in certain areas and then in other areas of my life, I kind of lack discipline. I think in this season, it's like hard work in the sense of like studying um, and like making, holding myself accountable to make sure that I like do what I need to do to get to where I want to be. I'm understanding more and more that it's a lot of work and it requires a lot of diff- discipline. And I think a certain level of discipline that I've never really had. Um, so, yeah, I wish, I hope for that to be greater in me.
0: Um, one thing greater in me is... strength. Um, like when it comes to also like like believing in myself or not like succumbing to peer pressure all the time, that's been pretty good recently. So um, just been able to like stand on my own two feet um, and walking away from stuff. Only thing that I wish though was accountability. I just need to be more accountable with the things that I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, that's been the gym, like, just being more responsible with that um, and just being more responsible of my body. Like, um, But also, like, with my work as well, like, just doing everything, holding myself accountable to things and not always needing someone else to, like, lean on because there has to be some level of, like, self-respect I feel it takes, like, for me to do stuff. So, like, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Yes. Thanks for listening again today. Love Thank you, friend. You. We are
1: like, sp- subscribe, and share <laughs>
0: everywhere. <laughs> right. Don't forget about us on Spotify and podcast. You can listen there, listen in your car, listen on your radio, listen on your headphones, on your walk, on your run, on your jog. You know, turn us on. <laughs> While you're
1: journaling, anything. All right. Also leave some feedback. We want to know what like y'all True. feel.
0: Yeah. And conversation starters too, or like other things to talk about. Mm-hmm. So interested. Got some good things coming. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye.